Will New Mexico sue Colorado? That and other stories for the week ending January 17th, 2016. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. Last August, the Environmental Protection Agency was attempting to relieve water pressure in a mine in southwestern Colorado when contractors caused a spill of 3 million gallons of toxic water into the Animas River that flows to New Mexico. Photographs of the mustard-colored water generated attention worldwide, and the river was closed for days after the spill, leaving farmers downstream unable to irrigate and forcing the closure of drinking water intakes. Last week, the state of New Mexico informed the EPA and the state of Colorado that it will sue them both over the spill if the EPA does not begin to clean up the affected areas and agree to a long-term plan that will monitor the effects of the spill. While the EPA's liability in the spill is clear, New Mexico authorities have not explained why they would sue Colorado. One reason might be that New Mexican officials tried to get documents from their northern neighbor, but were told they would have to pay $20,000 before the request could be fulfilled. A report last year gave Colorado a grade of F for making state records available to the public. In contrast, New Mexico did better, but no gold star, earning only a D minus. Hurricane Alex formed in the eastern Atlantic Ocean last week, and it was the first such storm in that area in the month of January since 1938. While Alex was downgraded to a tropical storm as it hit the Azores, observers noted that it's unusual for a hurricane to form at this time of year, when water temperatures are historically cooler. August and September are the months with the most hurricanes. A researcher with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration told the Washington Post that Alex is consistent with the types of storms expected due to tropical breeding grounds expanding. But meteorologists were quick to point out that Alex could just be a weather anomaly and not a result of climate change. Still, the storm could have been strengthened by warming conditions. There was action over in the Pacific as well. On January 11th, Cyclone Polly became the earliest hurricane ever recorded over the Central Pacific Basin during a calendar year. The El Nino weather pattern of warming waters in the Pacific likely played a role in Polly's formation. Neither Polly nor Alex caused much damage or any injuries. Climate change may completely alter the lives of many on our planet, and among those are the First Nations people of Canada. Unless the pace of temperature changes slowed, native tribes in the Northwest will lose all the fisheries on which they've depended for thousands of years. Unchecked global warming will force fish to leave the coast of British Columbia to seek cooler waters. In a report published last week, researchers in British Columbia say this could happen soon, by 2050. Herring and salmon have been critical to the First Nations for millennia, not only for commercial purposes, but also culturally. Without the traditional fish to survive on, researchers predict that First Nations people will have to spend more money to buy commercial food or shift to other wild meat such as deer. In either event, thousands of years of living in this traditional manner may be over within decades should the climate continue to warm. And in other climate change news, December was the wettest month on record in the UK since they started keeping track in 1910. During one day last month, more water flowed out of British rivers and into the ocean than ever before. Climate change increased the chances of the downpours by 50 to 75 percent, according to researchers at Oxford University. The study concluded that UK storms traveled over unusually warm waters in the subtropical Atlantic before reaching land. This allowed them to hold more moisture, which was then dumped on northern Britain. Besides being the wettest month in history, it was also the warmest 
Midwest and Central England, the temperature was about 5 degrees Celsius or 9 degrees Fahrenheit above average. Mind-boggling. Not really a scientific term, but that's the way the lead author of a study is describing the ability of humans to affect the cycles of our planet. German scientists are warning that we may not see another ice age for 100,000 years. And while some might take this as great news, the predictions are dire. Many people may not be aware that the Earth has cyclical patterns in which ice ages come and go, and they're beneficial to humans' ability to survive. There have been at least five prior ice ages, and they have done things like carve out rivers and lakes and leave behind extremely fertile soils. Without the colder cycle, the planet could become very dry and barren, according to Gizmodo. The last ice age ended about 12,000 years ago, but the researchers say we might be skipping the next cycle due to the burning of fossil fuels. Another author of the study noted that we are in an era now called the Anthropocene, in which humankind has actually become a geological force, which is indeed mind-boggling. And finally, a man named Justin Yellen met friends last weekend at a Hoax Lakeshore restaurant on Lake Erie, just south of Buffalo, New York, to catch a little football. When the game started, temperatures hovered around 48 degrees, but unbeknownst to him, conditions outside had changed rapidly. Temperatures had plummeted into the 20s, and wind gusts had kicked up as high as 50 miles per hour. The perfect mix to push waves of icy water onto his defenseless Mitsubishi parked at the lake's edge. By the time Yellen left the restaurant, around midnight, his car already had a thin coat of ice around it, and the tires were stuck in frozen puddles of water. He left with friends, planning to retrieve his car in the morning. And he didn't think much of it until he woke up the next day and saw a Facebook video of his frozen car with more than 10 million views. The car had become entombed in four inches of thick ice, a popsicle car, memorializing his poor parking choice. A towing company rescued the car by pouring 350 pounds of calcium flake to melt the ice, enough to free it from its frozen crypt and bring it to a garage to thaw. Yellen says he's okay with the image of his frozen car becoming an internet meme, complete with characters from Disney's Frozen, but conceded he's really looking forward to summer. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Sustainable water management means more than just conservation. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash sustainable 16.